actually did give advice uh, to the campaign, to his debate team. Uh, it was some of the very same people that I worked with. Hello, welcome to We Don't Talk About the Weather, political discussion from the outside may look like screaming and crying. I'm Adam and this is Hugh. Hello. And we are here with the special boy, at Nervous, uh, Rob. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, You know, like termites, we Americans get in everywhere. Um, But uh, I appreciate you having me back. Apologies to your listeners. (laughs) (laughs) We we treated you for, you know, any CIA bugs. We uh, We did the whole metal detector thing. Yeah, and, well, I asked him if he's a cop, and he said he wasn't, and that is a, that is. I, a I would have to tell you. Would, it's not a crime yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, with the changes hit... to that law, will our secure actually will our food standards agencies be able to get away with more crimes than the American intelligence services? Because they haven't explicitly made torture and like rape legal in America yet, have they? There's a hmm, and I need our food standards probably some, to be able to do that. There's probably some National Security Council thing that absolutely says hmm. the Nixon thing about when it's when the president does it, it's not illegal, or you know okay. when the state does it, it's not illegal. Yeah, you know it's just whether it holds up in court, I guess. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about the uh, American election. Uh, we usually don't usually do kind of uh, foreign affairs. For a number of reasons um, that we sometimes don't feel we can talk it. But I mean, let's face it, the US, we're basically a 51st state of the US at this point, And it's only going to get worse with, uh, with Brexit. So, uh, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um, we are talking, we are giving voices to the colonized. Uh, that's me and you, Hugh. And uh, we are talking truth to our colonizer, uh, slash right. the person who's chosen to live among us <laughs> and study our ways. And preserve uh, our cultural uniqueness. Uh, look for my book on Amazon, Brit Like Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Trump and Biden had their had their debate last week, mm-hmm. uh, last Tuesday, the Dementia Bowl. And oh boy, um, so I watched it all um, over the last couple of days. Um, I couldn't Did do an do hour and a half. I didn't do it. Coward. No, I did it. No, it's too much. It's too. It's too much. Like <clears throat> there's. I know, like, political communication is degraded in this country, but fucking hell. Like, I've watched, like, quite a few d- documentaries on debates, and, like, mm. none of them are none of them are particularly, like, great. Like, oh, no. You know, Nixon-Kennedy always gets uh, always gets mentioned, and um, uh, Reagan and Carter and, and things like that. Um, but, yeah, this is, um, boy, they're so old. They are very old. They are very, so very odd. Um, the like, I'm surprised that you weren't able to sit for it all. Like, my wife wasn't able to. She just got up and walked away. At one point, she was just like, "Nope, done now." <laughs> but oh, it was just, it was, it was a weird one. Well, it was always going to be weird because of Trump, but mm. it felt. I don't know. I can barely remember the Hillary one, the Hillary ones. Can you guys? Um, it was, it was, okay, it was Trump on much better form. Um, he went in there properly, properly, like, I say properly prepared. He had properly prepared zingers. 
And it was, I don't know if Hillary felt like it was the first time she had to deal with him, but she looked, I remember she looked, she was not prepared. And I actually thought like Biden seemed way more prepared. Um, I think he did better than, than Hillary did. I mean, um, come on, man. Yeah, he, well, come, come on, on, man. Is, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man is the voice of our generation. <laughs> um, I like the way he, that's I, I didn't realize how much he says, man. Like, as soon as he turned up, and he's All like, the time. All right, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's just like your uncle pleading with you. He was really, um, like, he was really submissive through almost all yeah. of it. And I mean, um, it's, it's, I think it's easy for Trump to just completely run away and just babble his nonsense. Um, Definitely. But uh, if you can't wrench back control of that situation, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're not going to look good, even if he is saying nonsense. But I mean, like the the, the, the thing that really stuck out at me at the Hillary um, debate back in 2016 was Trump was really coming out with some zingers like, uh, it's like, oh, she's in the bathroom menstruating and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do remember some of it. <laughs> but it's like, this one. Uh, I did enjoy. Oh, come on. I did enjoy this one because, like, when it started, there were the two bits with uh, that guy Chris Wallace. I've heard of him, but I don't watch Fox News, understandably. So I don't. I can't stand the hacks in this country. So why would I invite more hacks into my life? (laughs) Yeah. Well, don't worry. You'll get GBTV soon. It'll be the same thing. Um, He sounds like a 1930s newsman. I don't know if he was just like putting that on for the austere and very, very dignified uh, room that. Of the, of the debate. Isn't it like sponsored by the Committee but, for Presidential Debates? God, America's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they've got standardised, like, actually, it probably makes a bit more sense than letting the TV channels handle it, but they've got, like, a standardised, like, NGO or whatever for for debates. Hmm. I did particularly like, as well, him uh, stymieing the, uh, the idea that there would be any Fox-style hooting or hollering <laughs> from the audience. <laughs> he said there will be one clap at the beginning, and then there will be no more sound from the audience. We'd like our audience to put down their clackers and moving sailors, please. <laughs> God, can you imagine that debate with people? Like, you know how every debate here has to be, like, question time, because for mm-hmm. some reason they think it's the ultimate form of, like, political debate. Oh, it is. And you just invite the the audience in and and they are just hooting and hollering and it's really easy to get them on side but at the same time it's easy for everybody to get them on side like some like the corbyn boris thing corbyn will say something and they'll really cheer for that and boris will say something and they'll really cheer for that and it's just there's no point other than to really influence the people watching at home mm. as to yeah. who's right they were lucky like biden was lucky that rona is happening and they and he didn't have to, they didn't get to have a like a proper audience of like hooting and hollering Trump supporters because like if you know we see the footage of of him of the people outside the hospital it would have been like that there would have been flags people would have set off fireworks it would have been like a Ramstein show it would have been amazing and he wouldn't have been able to say a word someone would have thrown shit at him because they've gotten more feral in the four years of Trump being president. Absolutely have. Um, call me cynical. I don't really see much point in these debates. I don't think they convince no, anybody. No. I don't think that they serve much of a purpose other than like you get to see your guy go up and say mean things about the other guy. You know? Yeah. I yeah. think there's a certain element of like there has to be, there's like, there's no democratic involvement for people anymore. But what you do have to do in the age of TV and media, you have to have a minimum amount of democratic like visibility. Almost, mm. you have to be able to see that the that they've like taken each other on. You know, 
I mean, that, yeah, you want like, to see how the, they want to see how the sausage been made, even though it's like they're being well, especially with how Biden, you know, with how Biden got elected, and you know, they saw and as people get less and less say in that kind of stuff, mm. there's more of a desire to see almost the performance yes. of it. It's part it, just to make them yeah, feel. Yeah, it's better. part of the ritual. Yeah, but like, um, debates, you're never going conv- to... I don't think anyone's really convinced of a debate. Like, no, we talked know, about like, that no one before, yeah. Really changes, mm. yeah. Yeah, no one really changes side. The only thing you're going to get is like, my guy looked weak or my guy looked strong. And like, going off that debate, I didn't think that Biden wanted to even be president. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, come on, I, I think... I'm looking forward to him meeting, like, meeting President G. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Like I, I don't know, I, I don't know what it was like. Biden, how much older than Trump? Biden's seventy-seven. Trump is seventy-two. Three or three or four. I think Trump's seventy-four now, so he's like three or four years older. Three or four years older. Now, like Trump definitely looked looks less than he has been. Like I don't know if that early shot well, Rona was setting in on that day. Well, yeah, you could see him. <laughs> he looked like he looked the same from the front because he never he never ever changes his stance. He doesn't move. Like, he looks really kind of, like, solid from the front. But then you saw there was a profile shot of him, and he's kind of bowed forward like a turtle. Like, mm, I know that's kind of, his... He's kind of balanced his, at Badonkadonk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is his power stance. <laughs> um, but Biden looks so fucking frail. You know, like, he's not just old. Mm. He looks that kind of old when... You know when people pass... I don't mean to be ageist with, with with this or anything, but there is a definite physical thing. When, yeah, but they are both a million well, years yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, what I mean is there's, there's like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg at 77, I don't think looked like Biden did hmm. in this. He, he's got to that point where it looks like the life has drained out of him. doesn't happen. To, I don't even think it happens hmm. to everybody, but something, like, definitely happened to Biden in the last, like, 10 years. You hmm. know? Yeah. He really didn't. doesn't look... Like two up. People joke about it, but I, you know, I, I think he probably is, you know, dementing a bit. Mm. Well, yeah, probably. Both. Uh, Actually, I, I'm starting to think that Trump isn't. No, I think that Trump is just. I, yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> just an idiot. Like I got from that debate, he came across. He came across as quicker. Yes, <laughs> he was more on a the ball. It, like he's, you know, like his, like it's like he has quick responses. The responses are quick with the one-liners, but they don't but make sense. Yeah, yeah but he's got them at least. <laughs> Biden's, he's got Biden's always had that thing where he he trips over his words, and the gap mm. between him like recovering and what he looks like while he's recovering has gotten way slower. Like he is doing proper old man stuff of like I think at one point he said like uh, fifteen seventeen percent uh, Medicare. He kept stumbling over Medicare and Medicaid. Um, yeah. And it didn't really matter because it wasn't that kind of thing. I think, like, on the positive, he is possibly... I'm just trying to think of the other Democrats. Other than Bernie, Sanders, if you needed to know who that was, um, he's one of the few people who could actually come back at Trump. And just, like, because pointing, pointing out that he's wrong or looking annoyed with him is never mm. ever going to work. It's it's not it's not going to work like sighing and shaking your head. And he didn't do that. Did yeah. you notice how when Trump was saying something genuinely funny, he started laughing mm. like it was actually funny? There were a, I didn't there were that. I know there were a couple of there were a couple of times when they really kind of started to cross cross swords when they were really interrupting mm. each other. When Biden had to stop, it was actually the only time he came alive when he was quoting statistics and and talking about his plan. He was actually kind of mm. like a bit 
dead and a bit dull-eyed, and he did that thing where he was talking to the talking directly to the camera. But like, oh, the talking to the camera thing, I don't think works no, at it's, all. It's, oh, it's, 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 so it's artificial. Like they're the... not there to talk to. Well, well there, there was people, it, but they'll already they already hear you. It was pleading, pleading. Mm. It was like um the Joe Quimby versus um Sideshow Bob election with um Mayor Qu- vote for Mayor Quimby. He'd vote for you. <laughs> well, there was one great bit that where like he he, he tried to address the camera and he's like he's like it's about your family at home and the camera just like cuts away and it's at the back of his head while he's just pointing at nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, he 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 might be the only Democrat out of that that last field that ran that can properly mm. do that kind of old man irritability because he he was always like that mm. he does have a short temper he does tell people to he does genuinely tell people to shit off if they're if they're mm. boring him or if they're they're saying something <laughs> you've seen it in the campaign already you know like um yeah if, if they're left wing and they're asking <laughs> yeah, why, are you why? going to stop deportations <laughs> it's like no you yeah. need to vote for trump go away but like <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the listen up fat <laughs> which is my yeah. favorite thing so far where he's so good like and push-ups which is <laughs> is stupid but is actually probably the only thing i mean can you imagine like a um amy klobuchar or um hmm. what's his face pete Buttigieg doing like oh. going up against th- what that debate was definitely not that's a good absolutely point. no that's way a good point. But also, what he lacks what he lacks in that like, kind of feels... like in that kind of exactness that quickness um, he mm. makes up for in the actually perhaps quickness if it's not backed up by any kind of like um, willingness to tell him to fuck off any kind of like resi- resilience mm-hmm. that's I guess what I'm trying to say unless it's backed up by resilience it doesn't actually matter how quick you are yeah well it's a, it seems a bit much now to be like Bernie would have done better he would have done better mm. um, because I think you know, that, that kind of debate the only thing you can do is shout yeah Really, he's, he's like, got better policies. Yeah. Biden was just like, yeah. Um, you know, one one thing that that was recurring was was Trump was accusing uh, Biden of implementing quote unquote radical left policies, and Biden was just like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we know you're really not. But well, yeah, there was a there was like a good comeback of um of Trump's every time he said something like said something like that. It's like, well, you've just lost the left. <laughs> Yeah, I the, I didn't actually. I thought that that is that is fucking weak, Trump, and that has been like the pattern as he's gotten further into his presidency. Him going, um, oh, the far left radical Democrats, hmm. the demo, the, the the dangerous socialists. I think at some point uh, he does the runs the major cities. That yeah, that is the that is the least um, that is the most Republican Trump, and therefore the least effective Trump. He only come. He only. Works. That, that it doesn't worked. work. That, that like, kind of bullshit it works. Doesn't, it, it, works it does work most. now with Antifa scares. Yeah. But mm. then I think most of those people are, are Republican and are Republican voters, at, are Republican supporters at least, and Trump voters, like kind mm. of diehard Trump voters at most. I just don't think it's, it's not, it's not one of his USPs. That, let's, let's just put it like that. If he, mm. if his whole, his whole house of cards relies on the fact that whatever the Republicans do, he will never get blamed for it because he's not really a Republican. And yet mm. he also benefits from the fact that Republicans vote Republican. They will always vote for the Republican yeah. candidate for president. And he was doing being that, the, um, being that the... kind of outsider and insider at the same time, that's, yeah. his, that's his like game. And every time he goes his into that socialist how... stuff, it just uh, it doesn't come off. Yeah, maybe. The, um, his point about how um, whenever like Biden was like, I'll do this, 
And it's like, you were there for 27 years. Why haven't you mm-hmm. done anything? Mm-hmm. Or however long Biden's been there for. Like, you haven't done anything. Years, so I think. Up, even, like, saying, like, you know, how much do you pay in taxes? And it's like, well, those tax codes were, you know, you could have done something. Yeah. It's like, I paid, I paid the like, tax codes so obvious. He's like, he said, I paid millions of taxes. I paid millions of taxes. But say, you know, I was a private citizen. No one wants to pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, his ex- like think the exact like, quote was, um, I'm smart. I don't want to play. Or, no, I'm not stupid. I don't want to pay tax. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if only it's the Democrats. wonderful to have the president saying that. If only the Democrats could think of some way to, you know, rebut the point, the, the point that, well, you were in Congress for 47 years and you didn't do anything. You were a vice president for eight years and you didn't do anything. And of course, I don't mm. want to pay taxes because I hate taxes and so does everyone else. If only they could have come up with some kind of rebuttal to that in the last, oh, I don't know, 40 years. <laughs> That's when, like, I guess midway through the 70s is when you start getting the kind of move away from big society stuff to... Like ta- taxes are everything. You never ever propose raising taxes. Mm. It just mm. did Biden even say his um stupid election quote in the debate, his election slogan? Because I Malarkey. I just watched that. Malarkey. There was a t- he didn't. I was looking no, out. Wasn't it the Build Back Better? Oh, Build Back Better. No, I I the, um, no he didn't say it. Yeah, because I just saw a Tory thing on um just after the news, and they had um they were you know the Build Back Better, and it's just like it seems like even the Democrats realized that was shit. And the Tories have just decided to take it on board. Why not? He kept he kept yeah. well away from the um, the kind of Hillary era thing as well. In that he didn't constantly stress that this was a great country. You definitely got maybe not enough of it, but a kind of a sense that this is an actual crisis. Like things are really fucking bad. And One thing I will say is I, I can't recall I another. I can't recall another presidential debate where um, a, a, a candidate um, outright admitted that that America has a systemic racism problem. Yeah, that's mm. true. Even though even though yeah. that whole bit was very because, um, like, I mean, look, we can sit here all day and talk about police reform, abolition, carceral state, and all that stuff. Expecting Biden to say anything like that or say, actually, yeah, I do agree in abolishing the police. It's never going to fucking happen. Mm. But yeah, he did definitely, Mm. he got coached well, I'm assuming coached well on (laughs) that particular element in that he danced that line pretty, pretty lib standard. Yeah, but he's still like, you know. Still drafted the crime bill. Which yeah. Trump pointed out. I yeah. couldn't believe yeah. that. He came at him from that the was, left on racial equality. When, when I did that, I had to stop and like, I, I actually thought like, is he getting like left Twitter to draft his, <laughs> to draft his notes for this? Who the fuck in mainstream like American political discourse ever mentions the crime bill other than like prison yeah. abolitionists? So they, is, it, is that like Trump's secret thing now? He's just going to do a, a, a sudden pivot in the last three weeks of the election. Just punching in all directions because, you know, he's like, oh, you, you drafted the crime bill and locked up all these African-Americans. Also, you won't say law and order. You're not tough on crime. You're too afraid to say it. So, you know, it's just yeah. like I love the just idea that every little synapse words. firing in his demented brain. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least he was he did. He also did that thing, Biden, where he actually talked to him like he was the president, the legitimate president, which is actually the, the only thing you should have been doing all this time. He called him a clown. He called, yeah. He said he actually said you are like in the middle of one of their like cross cross talks. Mm. Um, he actually said you are the worst president this country has ever seen, and that's like a Trump thing. Like Trump, Trump always mm. has 
everything he does is like this is the best this is better this is the greatest like all of his things mm. are superlative and at, like actually biden was kind of responding with no this is less this is worse this is fewer mm. do you know what i mean not rather than trying to yeah. just maximize that thing you know mm. yeah that's a good mm. point oh it just he seems so tired yeah like i just would well, say so debates are normally just you know two in control politicians mm -hmm. lying to each other for an hour and a half <laughs> and then quietly going home and it's always more entertaining when trump's like your son took money from the mayor of Moscow's wife. <laughs> yeah, he's so like he's so fucking good at that, and I'm surprised they don't make they don't make more of that. Is that like the pattern for Trump was literally every time something happened, it's like, well, why don't we talk about this gossip? This piece of gossip. That's mm. his whole thing. Well, he's he's the, a yeah, New he's, York he's catty queen. Than, yeah. he's all about he's all about <laughs> the celebrity goss. <laughs> well, he's always about, about personality. Subject to a yeah. question that changing the subject. To a question, changing the question to a thing that he's happy to talk about, <laughs> which is you know, Biden, you're an idiot. <laughs> you did bad. You did badly at university. And it's like, did, did Trump go to university? Yeah, I think he did. I think he did go to college. Like his dad was. Rich. I can't imagine he did well. I'm sure that he was yeah, like. I can't imagine he did well. You know, <laughs> if anything, he was. Uh, he his university fees got paid, if nothing else. <laughs> it was some point there was some point i think it was about maybe 20 minutes half an hour in and it was just that was the first time i had like a kind of mental collapse um it might have been around the time when i'm pretty sure uh donny called biden jeb at some point it might have been just the, the like me mishearing it but it's like the people understand mm. jeb <laughs> I've missed that. I, ho amazing. I hope that's true. <laughs> I hope he just starts reliving all of those, all of those things. Because, like, I mean, let's face it, he's becoming Hillary Clinton. In the middle of his campaign, he was shown like almost collapsing. <laughs> he's gotten really, he's that's gotten really point. ill for the last, like, because Clinton was ill for I think about six. It was a bit later. It was a bit like earlier on in the campaign, but she was ill for like six weeks. Mm. She did not appear. Do you think? Because of a down on 9/11, and now he's right. Clinton that... did actually get Trump. He passed. She passed him the Morgellons. But do you think it was like maybe he got wrote? You know, like um, there was the thing about it was chaos magicians wishing that Hillary would collapse in public, and they were doing they were doing their sorcery. saying that Pepe that and, like, Pepe chaos was magic a, an is avatar. Like, yeah, but like chaos magic, there's a lot of like it's it's quite on the right. <laughs> Like a lot of the chaos magic people do tend to lean. It didn't off, start you know. that way. A lot of the ones. No, the well, it didn't start. That no, it didn't. No, no, a lot of that stuff no, was taken from Moorcock. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess yeah, a lot of that stuff does. You, yeah, you will get reactionaries no, it start, now. It doesn't start that way. Yeah, it doesn't start that way. But you go onto like Reddit now, and it is, that's a fun. Well, I say if you go if you go looking on the Reddit occult. So if you go onto 4chan um, looking, <laughs> yeah, if you go onto 8chan. But I'm trying to think like. I was trying to think, well, like, what's the magical tradition that they were that's are like more left wing live that's attacking Trump? But it would probably be like, was it those witches that attack the moon? Twelve. <laughs> the TikTok yeah. witches. <laughs> well, maybe they attacked the moon, and that was actually the source of Trump's power. He had the he had something on the dark side of the mm. moon that was funneling Check. him, that was protecting him from COVID, and destroying the moon was part of a, a long chain reaction of things to yeah infect him with Morgellons. He hasn't got COVID. He's got more gallons. Was there, was there anything in the debate like? I know, like every time they talked about policy, mm -hmm. 
it was like why it was Trump immediately changed the subject to like your son. Yeah, he had nothing. Trump has nothing to say about policy because he's just he's the he's the razzle dazzle glamour president. It's not actually about having a platform. Yeah, but like, but he did a phenomenal job. Everyone said it. (laughs) (laughs) Did Biden get much out there before like just being shouted? Uh, No. He said that Medicaid would become um, basically the public option. That was yeah, but that only was, for super poor people and old people. Uh, on, only for the people who already, I think, qualify. For, already on Medicaid, um, yeah. For Medicaid, yeah. Which is like he, people Biden's age. He kept referring to yeah. his plan. So it, whenever, whenever yeah. Trump would bring up something, and I mean, it's actually a testament to the Sanders campaign, the way that it took hold of things. I, I guess like kind of like Corbynism did in, in the UK, that they're still discussing the elements of that campaign and saying we, whether they're going to do not it. Gonna not going to Mostly not. But yeah. like he had yeah. to say, oh, no, I'm not going to do a Green New Deal. It's going to be the Biden deal. Yeah. I've got a plan. He doesn't yeah. have a plan. I have a plan. You know? Yeah. The, it, what, yeah. the, the uh, details of said plan never really came to light because, uh, you know, to be no. – <laughs> to, to – uh, to give Joe credit, it was mostly uh, um, uh, Trump interrupting every time he was going to talk about it and say, "Oh, it's Bernie Sanders' plan. Is that the one? Is that the one?" Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, that's the main thing I got was him saying, "It's not that one. I'm not as left as that." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which, yeah, just like yeah, we yeah. all know that. I think it's possibly that like Biden knows. It. I mean, what Trump says is is largely true. Whenever Joe utters that, there's a few more radical left people who are not going to vote for Biden or are, you know, are not enthusiastic about it. I don't think it particularly changes anything. Like, I think, to be honest, like, I can't even focus on Biden after the election because just the idea of the idea of what that means hmm. is 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 too beyond it. And and like that's that's kind of what Trump has done because like Trump. Trump doesn't really care about policy. Trump has no particular policies in there. He's just happy to get his mates in and do whatever yeah. kind of disaster capitalist things that he needs to do, you know? Like, yeah. I don't even know if he knows what he's doing, to be honest. You know, I think he's got disaster capitalists around him who are um, uh, using the um, unmitigated disaster of, of having President uh, Baby Man in the office to, uh, to push through... Um, awful awful policy but i think he himself probably doesn't have that much of a stake in it at all has he given them all rona now he has <laughs> all of he has yeah chris, chris so Christie, just, maybe um, we'll just get the last couple of weeks we'll just get pure unadulterated trump as it's just him alone in a room with a microphone well, no i mean they've pumped him full of steroids he is more experimental steroids that they've imported from the eu <laughs> yeah it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, he's going to be, you know, gigantic. I mean, people talk about going natural, but how do you get traps like speed bumps if you're not willing to experiment with steroids? He's going he's gonna to come out of his little Rona bubble looking like the Ben Garrison uh, caricature. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, that'd be pretty great. The massive hog. Have you... Yeah. <laughs> Comes out finally looking like he does in all of their heads. <laughs> Maybe he'll grow his hair back. That'd be so weird. Like he stops doing that weird combing thing with his hair and just has normal hair because of the experimental drugs. He'd look weirder with normal hair now. (laughs) It's a huge mane. It just grows longer and longer in exactly the same, like, pose. (laughs) It's lovely. 
I mean, like, like I don't know that that Biden can really cut. I mean, Biden came out with what I assume are correct stats, but honestly, who fucking cares? Because like, you're yeah, facing someone thing. who goes actually, uh, uh, ten million people, uh, ten million new jobs, eleven million new yeah. jobs, lost no jobs, it's like and it's like, what does it even fucking matter? Because he's literally only using that word in the in the moment. Like where? He- yeah. Well, it's like um, Biden can come out with things like you kill, you know, because of you, two hundred thousand Americans are dead, and Trump's like, well, you would have killed. Everyone. Yeah, you would have. Oh, and you killed three hundred thousand veterans. Like, what does that? What does yeah. that refer to? <laughs> nothing. Nothing matters. Like, do you talk about political yeah. communication? But like, politics is actually about like the 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 reason why those those things got so those those like debates and public commun- political communication generally got so boring was because you weren't able to communicate the fact that politics is about choices and about sacrifices and about mm-hmm. scarcity if if somebody's going to get something somebody else has to go without it's not exactly zero sum but like you're op- you're always even if you don't know it operating some kind of class based government that's like the basis of mm. politics right and like the reason why those debates got so boring was because they were desperate to hide it. But this this is like the obvious endpoint of that of like no everything's great. No, yeah, I mean one 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 person dying from corona is too many, but uh, you would have killed three hundred thousand. I I I've killed two hundred thousand. Oh, but I didn't kill two hundred thousand. Actually, all those two hundred thousand wouldn't die anyway. Or he doesn't even have to justify anything. Like where he was actually really good was like. Um, he sticks to he sticks to kind of these 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 like broad points. He doesn't particularly have a a, a point, but he was at his Trump was at his sharpest when um, Biden would say like talk about COVID, and Trump would bring up his record in government of like he brought up fucking H one N one. It's like how yeah, did H one N one go? How did SARS? Yeah, so many people died, and it's like I mean actually fair enough. Biden actually did have the death rates from that straight to his mind presumably he thought he would bring it up but like again it's like the um it's like the crime bill who the fuck remembers h1m1 like the details of it you remember that it's like it was a yeah. it was a not in the west no, like it, it, really it was a, it was a sickness mainly in southeast asia and you know probably helped them yeah. prepare for covid uh, for covid measures a lot better than than other places that it wasn't it wasn't too um like it wasn't too felt but like to bring that up just of that, either he's like briefed really, really well, and in that mm. kind of evasive way that they uh, that they do, or he's just naturally that brilliant. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there's now. no other word for it. What? <laughs> no, he's on a no. He's got like an all. He's got an all Twitter account, and he's in he's in a couple of left Twitter DMs, <laughs> and he's just stealing attack lines against Biden from them. Surely, I mean, surely that has to like that. Like, there is someone in that in that White House who is advising him based on yeah, some some left Twitter DM. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's that insidious. I mean, that's very funny to think about. Um, like, if what I really noticed in this debate is that that uh, uh, Trump always has to get the la- the last word, and that's what like makes his yeah. his argumentative style so. I don't want to say persuasive, but like he, he succeeds in like derailing everything by um, no matter what Biden says, he always has to have an answer for it, whether that's like disputing it or saying, oh, yeah, well, you did it worse. Um, and, you know, yeah. so you would have like a, a, a segment where um, the two of them are allowed two minutes to speak each. And then uh, Trump insists on having like extra minutes to reply to Biden's minutes. You know, yeah, he, yeah. He, he absolutely yeah. just has to 
to to be contrarian to to everything, and he has to have the last word. Um, and and he just can't control himself otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you get that like that great moment where uh, 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 Chris Wallace uh, asks trump uh to let biden finish and and biden says oh he doesn't know how to do that he's like oh you'd be surprised you'd be surprised oh i'll let you finish of like my 92 year old grandmother with with bipolar disorder uh just like at the height of her of her dementing she would just act exactly like him spoken the exact same cadence and accent as well so like he, he really is just like a, a prissy old woman Oh yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm just surprised they haven't worked out like, his salient points. And I mean, actually, like I say, Biden, Biden barely held it together for for a lot of the time. But he when he did seem to like wake up whenever whenever Trump would try and do that thing. You know, like you can't do the job. It's not in your blood, Joe. He actually said that at one point. He's like, "Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man." I, I guess Joe did better than I expected, but it still was, you know, the dementia off. Um, yeah, I did think he just came across. As he just seemed so tired, and, and Trump completely controlled, yeah, uh, um, pretty much the whole debate. You know, yeah. Even even if what yeah, he was saying he, didn't make sense, he was still saying it the loudest. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, um, with just like basic, just yeah, just a basic thing of just speaking louder. I had to. I had to laugh when he was like. Um, uh, oh, we've we've held these rally, we've held these rallies, thirty, forty thousand people. No negative effects from these rallies, and it's like, oh god, <laughs> no one wants to come to your parties, Joe. You met the perfect girl, right. Joe. Yeah, say that, say that the Democrats are having like the because of um because of the Democrats like responding three or four people. to Corona properly. It's like, well, they're already doing that because no one likes him. <laughs> no, but uh, it's like Biden had that moment where he was like, um, oh, I've I've seen you, like, uh, at, at your rallies. Somebody Trump tries to come up and thank you, and you're, like, 200 metres away yeah. with a mask on. You're fucking plenty scared then. Like, that's... Yeah. I, I want to get... I'm, I'm, I'm dead, right. I, I need to make it clear here that, like, obviously, like, uh, I, I wouldn't even vote for Biden. Like, I, like, obviously, it's a fucking deathly hollow of, of whatever mm. is, is within Biden's campaign. But, like, I'll give him props. He did, he did all right. There was one more thing, like... The the moderator obviously was like, oh, I'm I'm firmly in the middle. I am going to discipline these presidential candidates and make sure they don't go over their time. But it really tells you how much, eh, not even Trump. It's this isn't even Trump. How much like conservative talking points have fashioned basic political reality? Because the questions to um, Biden towards the end, they were like, well, your program, your your green program, promises a lot of big government. I hear that you're going to put tax yeah. increases. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Now, of all times, you're going to start talking about being fiscally responsible. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty grotesque. You know, um, I, I, I was saying at the beginning of all this that if, if the DNC rat-fucked Bernie out of the nomination, the least they could give us was the dementia off. And, yeah. and they did. Mm. So, you know, there, there is a god, I suppose. Are we going to get more? Well, oh, there's supposed to be three more. They, but there's I, supposed to be one next yeah, week, and Biden's like, refusing as long like, as Trump has Rona. Hmm. But they're saying that he doesn't have any Rona symptoms. He just has the symptoms of well, not being I able to breathe. Um, <laughs> when they give that, when they give that in um, the Simpsons, when they give that, ner- when that guy gets addicted to nerve tonic and he just gets gigantic. <laughs> Trump's gonna end up like he's gonna end up silver, like from he's gonna turn blue from the colloidal silver or something. <laughs> 
and be like, I don't have any it's, symptoms, but like everybody falls dead around him. It's 2020. I'm on the campaign trail. It's 1975. <laughs> I'm starting back at the Trump Corporation. <laughs> but like you two haven't really watched um, One Piece, but in One Piece there's a thing called Haki. <laughs> that when you're so powerful that people who lesser than you just sort of pass out around you. And I could see, like, because of the experimental drugs, his Rona getting more powerful and the people just passing out around him. Swooning. They don't They're swooning for Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see thousands of people that just... Passing out around I him. see thousands of people I pass and they just pass out. They can't, they can't handle it. Mm. They can't breathe. I give them the case of the winkers. <laughs> They're on the floor. They're convulsing. <laughs> many, many people have said this. Many generals... Many police departments, all the police departments, affected all the police departments. Did you, did you hear the, the quote generals. from this week um, uh, uh, about like not infecting people with Rona where he was saying that like, oh, you know, all these, um, all these military personnel and policemen, they want to come up to me and hug and kiss me. And, uh, and, and you got to say no, but then they get too close and then, you know, sometimes things just happen. <laughs> you can't say no. Is, when a couple wants to hug you, you can't the not. Is, he's all those anti-policemen. He's a notorious germaphobe. Like, yeah. I just, like that whole yeah. like with him with COVID, like that whole toughness thing. I mean, like, mm. yeah, obviously, like that that doctor's note from like 2016 that said he was in amazing health. I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine he's in amazing health because he's just kind of kept himself in this hyperbaric chamber where he hasn't done anything. Like, can you imagine him exercising? Well, he says that he doesn't no. exercise because the human body is like a Duracell battery. And it runs out if you exercise too much, and then we saw that video of him playing volleyball. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's in the eighties. Jeans. He can't yeah. exercise because it's like what, what did you say, Adam? That he's got like a body like um, I can like, I, like slow cooked like, pork. Yeah. His bones were just slop I, off. I, I said like it, I imagine he says he's not had any like hip operations or anything like that, and I can only imagine it because mm. it's his perfect system has never been disturbed. And if he did any exercise, it would it would be like sous vide pork where the bones would just kind of slip right out. I love my pulled prez. <laughs> there was a lot of people like looking at like videos to check his breathing and saying he's he's dying. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's actually really mm. difficult to um, tell. I've always found it really difficult to tell what Trump is doing because, like I said earlier, like his posture, his posture is so rigid. Even when he's walking, mm. when he was walking out, there were, like walking down the steps from the hospital, there were a lot of people trying to say, "Oh yeah, he's struggling to breathe," and it's like maybe, but like he doesn't do any of those normal human things, like I don't know, like check the inside of his pockets or you know dust himself down or anything like mm. that. He just walks straight ahead with his two arms straight down. You know, he doesn't do, he doesn't look like a human. There's nothing spontaneous about or or fidgety about him. You know. He look. He does look. He does move like um early um early cutscenes in computer games, early three D cutscenes yes. in computer games, where it's like slightly wrong. Yeah. And I imagine a bit uncanny. I mean, I imagine that's why his cardio is perfect. His heart has never actually gone over eighty beats per minute. <laughs> you know, and that's healthy. That's how that healthy. Just, that just means it's healthy. <laughs> He's never had to because <laughs> he's smart. <laughs> why would he ever make his heart go above eighty? <laughs> Yeah, so the last other one, other thing with the um, debate. Do you notice him when he was saying that Trump likes to look down on people, little like the little guy, like him, an Irish Catholic, and like <laughs> Irish Catholic Biden, as if yeah, he's like he's only half Irish Catholic, isn't yeah. he? Like I think he's one half is English or French, because his his middle name's Robinette. Robinette. 
He's Joe Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Jr. Yeah. Robinette is a good middle name. I quite like it's that. It's pretty good. It's but fair like, enough. Like when Americans conjure up the image of like the Irish American of like who they are, and it's always just it's gangs of New York. It's like Brendan Gleeson and gangs uh, of New York. Yeah, but he plays like Biden <clears throat> plays that up so well. It's because you think Irish Catholic president, and you think of the Kennedys. You think of the old base of the Democratic Party. Do you? You know, it's the it's the oh, it's like the fifties and sixties, uh, like urban voters who are just kind of to get theoretical about it, coming into whiteness. Um, yeah, you know, they're starting to be considered white and they're, they're starting to earn money from good union jobs. And you think of that as the basis of the kind of modern Democratic Party. Like, Biden's, Biden's completely uh, relying on 20th century nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Anyone, everyone is desperate. Yeah, like if 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 Trump is eight is a particular very particular eighties nostalgia, mm-hmm. Biden is is one hundred percent like uh you know uh, Frank Sabotka trying to key into that that whole thing, you know, not Frank Sabotka exactly, but yeah, that kind of to, like, that, the, he doesn't want the secondary money. Well, you know, yeah, union but, money. yeah, but you know, like working man union money, like yeah. they're a bit corrupt, but they're the like the salt of the earth, and they're the the basis of. American twentieth post war like twentieth century post war success. Yeah, I'd like you know, it's because I don't really pay attention to that it's much about myth, American politics. When I hear like them talk about Irish Catholics, all I think about is like boondock saints. It's like that's what they're trying <laughs> to pretend to be. The Irish were the first slaves, and and um, they have that funky music like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Did you see that? Ah, uh, I think I sent it to our group chat of um fucking Bono. Bono having to go at a San Francisco flag. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, it's actually fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like the only thing more absurd about Irish Ameri- than Irish Americans is like, just Bono. <laughs> He's so good. He's like so embarrassing. He's just, bar- He's just embarrassing in his entire socioeconomic group in America. <laughs> so, yeah. How, how, what's the campaign so, so, like? How do you think? How do you feel about the um, the campaign? Because I try and avoid it, but you know it's on the news all the time. Because what else is there to talk about? Because no one can go outside. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I was one of the many many people who thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win in twenty sixteen. Um, so I think you know, looking at uh, poll numbers and approval ratings and all that, I. You know, I don't think that stuff matters anymore. Um, I, I did see he uh, Biden has just taken the lead with over sixty fives, and considering Western civilization's complete dependence <laughs> on over sixty fives in any single matter ever, yeah, that is something. Yeah. That's definitely something, say. and that's that's all yeah. all been since Trump got the Rona. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I don't know. He just got Car- uh, Carly Fia- Carly Fiorina's endorsement. If you guys remember Carly Fiorina. Uh, she was the uh, the former CEO of Hewlett Packard, who was the running mate of Ted Cruz yes, in uh, 2016. Yeah. Oh, so she was, she was another one of those who had like two weeks of being talked up as like, she's it, she's going to get it, and it's like, oh no, she's not. She's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real goofball. Um, it's really hard for me to say. Like you know, I w- once I heard that Biden was the nominee, I thought, okay, well, Trump has this in the bag. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm not so sure anymore. And I, I think getting the COVID is a big upset. Um, mm. it, like nobody is inspired by Biden. Absolutely nobody. It's yeah. like 
less there's less enthusiasm than there was for Hillary Clinton. But are there as many people turned and that off was by one of the... as they were turned off by Hillary Clinton? Because that's, that's the thing. Mm. Like people nothing Biden, people hated her. That's yeah. true, and I mean, it, as yeah. you know, I I will. You know, we got we got to say up front that Hillary Clinton is a contemptible human being, yeah. absolutely awful and <clears throat> off-putting. But she also did, you know, experience a, a lot of misogyny, mm-hmm. um, and I I think that 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 will play uh, um, that, that will play as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when she's at the Grand Mall, <laughs> she should she she should legitimately be in prison. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, all of these guys should be. Well, no, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, it's like, oh, she should be. She lock her up. It's like, look you all up, bitches. <laughs> Biden's Biden's a safety choice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there is anything left. I mean, like, I don't. I, I, that I Obama don't, nostalgia. I, I I I I think it is partly Obama nostalgia. I think it's a much deeper nostalgia though. Like, there is. I have. Do you ever get this general sense that since like maybe two thousand and eight, like quite a lot of culture hasn't hasn't changed that much? Political culture oh, yeah. is frozen. Political mm. culture, especially, is frozen. Like it's. Re- this it's is like, something that I've been thinking about. I've been rethinking it, but um, it is something that that kind of struck me over the past ten years. Um, uh, political culture. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Hugh. I think that has frozen, mm. and um, I, I don't know. You know, it, it it went backwards and it froze because Obama talked a big game on being the progressive, running on a progressive ticket, which you know turned out to be a big old lie. Mm. Um, I keep wondering. And, I keep wondering what at what point we are able to start about talking about Obama as the worst president in history. Well, he's caused a lot of fuck, caused a lot of problems just by virtue of. Like I think promising might, so I much, think, and they're doing absolutely nothing, and like turning a lot of people might, off. Like, but like the legacy that he left meant that there was absolutely nothing you could do to ever convince, probably quite a lot of people, that politics could change their lives for the better. Mm. Because he yeah. had yeah. everything. Mm. He was young. He was charismatic. He had a, a truly, like for for kind of modern times, a truly inspiring personal story mm-hmm. he had black president all of, these, mm. all of these all of these positive notions and and fucking enormous landslide mm. like he could have done anything he he i mean i don't think he could have got to the point where he could have changed the constitution because you need like a certain number of state houses and things like that um but he could have done fucking anything in that first term mm. and he absolutely bottled it Mm. He absolutely kept everything in place. He made things worse in quite a lot of ways. I mean, we're not even talking about like his foreign policy with Libya and, and Syria generally and, and the turning Libya into an open-air slave market. Um, but I think quite a lot of the hangover from that has kind of transmitted in. Like, there's no hope in democratic politics, like big mm. D democratic politics. Yeah. Because you can't get you can't get anybody. I mean, frankly... Like, I'm only really praising Biden based on the idea that he might be the only one out of that side to beat Trump. I've got no, like, personal stake in the race, mm. like, as far as my politics are concerned. I mean, I know that the, U- the election of the U.S. president affects, like, the U.K. And, I mean, it affects every country to an inordinate degree that mm. it doesn't affect a lot of other countries. But it affects the American exceptionalism because of, like, cultural ties and, ge- like, general cultural kind of imperialism. Mm. Um, it does affect it does affect uh, those things, but like um, out of the rest of them, 
other than Bernie, who, to be honest, I mean, he's pushing like late 70s, isn't he? He's older than Biden. He's a year older he's, than him. He's, he's older than Biden. And like, is that the best? Mm. I, I, I actually really like quite a lot of Bernie Sanders' platform, but like... It, they, it, it's just so sad that, just you know, else. An, an, a nearly 80-year-old man and just nothing else. Mm. Mm. We'll see that like here with... Um, what's it, how many people were voting against the torture bill? There's not many here. It was not many, it, it was like well, 18, 20. 20, and I mean, God knows, there's like 33, I think, in the socialist campaign group within Labour, Yeah, and only 20 even voted against it. Well, even it. the landlord who's in charge of the socialist campaign group voted against it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's so few options, and it's it, one of the things that has been interesting watching the American election is um, the difference that someone like, when you have someone like Biden in charge, the different response you get from the media and how much happier they are than if you had like if they'd had Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I mean like, there's a, the there's right a huge... is obviously all gonna they still call him a socialist or all this kind of stuff. Um but the rest of them are like you see like the positive the positive portrayals of him on like late night television which you never got with Corbyn. And you yeah. never would have Gen- got with Sanders. I mean like generational politics is we don't is have to worry about losing any of our uh money or a comfortable way of life with uh with Biden on the ticket. Well yeah, there's most of the there's so many of these American pundits that would have been explaining why actually they would have with a heavy heart had to vote for um for Donald Trump for a second term if Bernie was leaving Absolutely. If he was running for the Democrats. Which is it's kind of interesting to see like just imagining how that would be now, like with Trump with Rona, like sneaking out to drive in his car to go wave at all of his weird worshippers who are like crying and praying for him and them saying yeah he's become presidential in this moment <laughs> <laughs> it it's it's the extent to which like the political is not at stake anymore in this election like the political the the political's not at stake like if you're a republic like i know this has been like a long term thing about the democrats that they desperately want to be that party that can get a bunch of Republicans, and mm. I think in the in the debate, Biden even says, "I can be a president for both Democrats and Republicans." Mm. And their strategy for years yeah. and years has been basically to get Republicans, conservative, and like soft conservatives, yeah, on board. Right? They're kind of the same party. Mm. Yeah, but like the extent to which there's nothing political at stake and only something cultural. There's only like the reason you oppose Trump is because you don't think he's a nice man. But not really quite a lot, and you you know you might have a go at maybe the the speed or the haste, or the particular geopolitical alliances he he like threatens with mm. his particular style. But you see this perfectly demonstrated by the rehabilitation of George W. Bush, mm. uh, somebody who has Evil. been far more uh, uh, brutal and, and uh, uh, fatal and absolutely awful for the world at large than Donald Trump could ever hope to be, at mm. least. I mean, that's my opinion at this point in time. Who knows what the next four years will bring? We don't know what the, um, drugs might, the drugs might like give him a sudden new lease on life and like make him even more. It's going to take the fight more... to the streets himself. Yeah, make, make him more competent. Maybe oh, no. oh, um, what's, oh shit! What's the game where he's the president in a mech suit? Um, oh, Metal, Wolf Chaos. Metal Wolf Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he—it's just him, giant, not a mech suit. Yeah, him hulking out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, absorbed, he's absorbed all the former presidents <laughs> his body to create mm. a better president he yeah. is the patriots 
Yeah, but it's like, oh God, the rehabilitation of um, <laughs> the rehabilitation of Bush has been really fucking great. Yeah, so the, the rehabilitation of, of Bush has shown us that what um, the libs are most concerned about is manners. Hmm. Um, they don't like Trump because he is uh, he's loud and he's rude and he says the naughty words. Uh, whereas Bush, uh, you know, he can kill uh, a million Iraqis and uh, several more uh, um, uh, American citizens and military personnel. And like, well, you know, I don't really give a fuck about the American military. Um, but uh, it, he has so much blood on his hands and it's like, oh, well, he is, he's the, the painting grandpa. Um, and, and he doesn't abide by those naughty words that Trump is saying either. So um, we could all learn a lesson from him. Also, like like the general reason why they care so much about these like abstract cultural things of dignity and manners is because ultimately they think they will get a turn at the presidency. They will mm. get a turn to do that first Obama thing over again, mm. even though they didn't. Americans are all temporarily were. embarrassed presidents. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, like the Democrats are. They think yeah. they it's an inevitable. Oh yeah, going, Hillary one hundred percent is. She's like I, a temporarily embarrassed president. She's a temporarily embarrassed two-term president. Yeah. By by preserving those dignity and man uh, the dignity of the office and the manners mm. is a kind of weird like cultural tick about preserving the power of the state mm. because when they get in they're going to need the state to do all the things that they're going to do and they privatize healthcare more <laughs> oh, no. um, and they they need to preserve that so for fucking years and years all they've done is we've got to play a very careful game here we can't criticize him too much because then we can't use it when we come in yeah. And like Trump exposes that that fucking means nothing. He did nothing but lie and exaggerate and bloviate during that last thing. And it's absolutely true. It it, it doesn't bring the dignity of that office down one bit. And like also like yeah, as you said with the the W Bush thing, if you're so concerned about like um, Trump bringing like like essentially like undermining the undermining the kind of authority of the state that's what that's what you think he, he's undermining the president's like right to rule congress's right to rule if people don't see it as authoritative it isn't authoritative anymore what did bush do like of course he did he instituted the imperial presidency him and dick cheney instituted the fact that the president's office is so fucking powerful the fact that you can just declare war the fact that you can keep all these things secret the fact that you can cut off political representation like the 2000 election was probably the moment when all of this really started to crumble and they did nothing. And to then rehabilitate the people who did it mm. is, is, is deranged. It's like, there's nothing to fight for when actually there's fucking everything to fight for. If you think about the condition of like the United States, like civil society and actual people's material needs, you know? Mm. Yeah. The grimness of this election is really it's it makes me even like more bummed out about this country like yeah it's still coming to terms with the fact that we don't actually have a good party like we, like the labor party was never good and even with corbyn it was just it was like the first it was time trying. Yeah, yeah exactly i'm um, really bummed out about this labor party i feel like we're back in in the early 2000s now um it was more like the process you had to go through to get like Biden was talking about his like his plan where he's like his Green New Deal where he's gonna like um 
green up a load of buildings and he's going to put some taxes on things and he's going to re-enter the Paris Accords, which you know is going to mean like cap and trade or something like that. And it's yeah. like, he is fighting, even for this, which is pathetic, mm. it's such a low bar and he is having to fight tooth and nail for it. Mm. And then you look at Corbyn where it's like, this is the basic, he was actually, Corbyn was more radical than I think a lot of people give him credit for, but essentially it's a kind of tooled up social democracy with a, yeah. a focus on, on a new focus on kind of protecting jobs and protecting people and protecting the welfare state, right? And the amount you have to claw and, and scratch and fight, even for that, is just, it is disheartening because you can't see where, where new stuff comes from mm. that doesn't get cut off, you know? Mm demoralizing yeah i mean like i think i think with with american election 2020 i'm kind of beyond grimness now i mean like 2016 was the real bummer mm. um i i honestly can't see it getting that much worse you know we've <laughs> we've had we've had four years of uh, trump is the most powerful man in the world i mean mm. you know i mean look like like i won't like i'm not I'm not being unrealistic here. Like the 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 whole. I know we like to rag on, you know, dignity and manners, but a semblance of that at least means that they look embarrassed when they're killing protesters. Like they, there has to be, uh, yeah, there has to be some measure of reigning. I didn't get that impression. There has to Ferguson. be some. No, you're right. Yeah, I didn't get any impression but, of that. But like, like I. I well, he wouldn't have had the president on TV endorsing them. <laughs> to be fair, endorsing like um, far right groups. Um, I mean, essentially, like you're, we're looking at the kind of slow crumbling of the American empire that was built in the 20th century, right? And Biden is a a throwback to that with Trump. Do you notice how many times he was like, like empires like the Roman Empire fell when their elites were no longer willing to defend the state, right? Mm -hmm. That were no longer willing to um, look to their own interests. Like when they're leaving Britain, the Romans said, look to your own defences. Mm -hmm. And that's how everything breaks up. You uh, you still have those classes in place because they have economic power, but it's like the political power kind of recedes and they start to form like smaller political power. And did you notice in the, uh, in the uh, debate, um, Trump still like really trying to introduce this idea that there are democrat cities and republican cities yeah and like this isn't a new thing like you know radical uh, left city centers yeah <laughs> like reagan talked about like new york values and mm. all that kind of stuff this is not a new thing but that the the idea that he's kind of that the, the far right tactic at this point is to try and um reduce it down to something as simple as that as a symbol actually ends up spiraling into a, a political reality so, like, I think you're basically looking at, do you want a a softer landing for the collapse of the American empire? Or are you looking at it to go out in a blaze of glory? And frankly, given the state that I end up seeing of American media, I think there's a significant proportion of American citizens who would not mind, like, going out in a big ball of flames. <laughs> <laughs> Which is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> but... <laughs> But <laughs> no, yeah, I yeah, there, there's a significant part of from the impression that you get from the the parts of America that you get to see on the news, and the, it's mainly because I keep on thinking back to those people howling outside of the that hospital waiting for Trump. That yeah, this feels like a suicide you, cult. It was. It was. I would die for you. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's all was, for you. Yeah, all that, for you. 
what was that guy saying? He was like, oh, I'll, I'll die for you. And he's like, um, so amazing. You've got the Gatling guns and the missile launchers. Yeah. I love you, Trump. It's like, what? Yeah, that guy was pretty good. <laughs> he was he, he was fantastic. Yeah, he's like a proper uh, a Connor O'Malley type character. Yeah, but, he sounded... For uh, real. Yeah, he sounded so lucid as well. Like, he would, <laughs> like there, was, there was sometimes you see them and there's like, well, you've been drinking in the sun all day. That's where these, these opinions are coming from. It's like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen crowds at CZW shows. I've seen that I've before. Seen... Um, but yes, like, I've heard the opinions of people who have had three or four pints during the day many times in my life. <laughs> but um, no, that guy was like worryingly lucid. God bless our president. I will die for him. I will die for that man happily. I will die for him. Anybody want to mess with him? You mess with me first. He is a hero, that man. I mean, they're not going to be. They're not going. Those people aren't going to be tempered by this Trump thing. They are. They have now announced their presence, and whether they have kind of Trump kind of giving them, giving them cultural props, like saying to the Proud Boys, "Stand by, stand down, and stand by." Mm. Which, if it was anyone other than Trump, I think would have been really terrifying. But I think just him trying to sound like their general was just a really lame fake fake thing to make it seem like uh, they think I'm in control of all these people I'll make them think I am I am, dis- like, I am disappointed with like the four years of that we've had of like is it four years well, nearly four years of like the president the, the Trump presidency that if ever there was going to be a president that was going to start pinning fake medals onto his badly made suit it would be him and I'm disappointed that he hasn't like his oh. own like, like has he, he hasn't given himself any med- any medals has he that's like no that's that's like one place. That's office. Oh yeah. Hmm. But um, I mean, that would be real. That would be real Brezhnev hours, which I think we're already into. <laughs> All I need is a photo of Trump. Um, like it's too hot in his office, so he sits outside with his shirt off. <laughs> you know, like that famous picture of Brezhnev. Yeah. There's <laughs> um, the thing I've noticed is the like it was in the debate as well. Biden saying like um, did he say it in the debate? But um, other people have said it that the Democrats need to win by quite a lot, otherwise Trump's just because Trump's just going to say it's it's been stolen. It's legitimate because of all... he's already he's already saying that all the all of his ballots are in the creek. They are. They're all in the creek. the The communal <laughs> the communal creek of America, where all the all the all that horrible Antifa said that all the votes for Trump. But, the um... old swimming hole. <laughs> That's where all the, my million votes are. They're in the old swimming hole. But, um, I think Thorn Pop took him there. <laughs> that's actually something I wanted to ask. Like, for all of Trump's threats about not wishing to transition power, <laughs> do you think he actually will put up a fight any more than, say, the 2000 election, which is, of course, where all of this stem, all of this kind of irregularity stuff mm. stems from? Um, They're definitely going to do the 2000 recount and recount and recount thing. I mean, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. Um, whether he's going to, you know, concede, I honestly don't know. Because um, there's no there's no rules anymore. Uh, and he's got he's got his party backing him up. So they can just say, yeah, 
uh, we're with him. The rules don't apply. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the, always been the thing about the Republicans. Like, the Democrats will fold. Yeah. They will yeah. absolutely Every time. fold. But the Republicans will stick and stick and never give up. Well, yeah, that's the thing I was getting because of the, Demo- the some of the Democrats. I think, I think Hillary was saying it as well, like that you know they need to win a lot by a lot to prove to Trump. Yes, and so you can't. That they're already paving the way for just giving up if it's close. Mm. That's the mm. thing. That, that's the thing that I'd worry about more. That's like not that Trump will just be like sitting there with the army ready to take him out and him saying I'm not leaving and like and being surrounded by a bunch of proud boys. No, I'm he more, won't. He's more, He's a coward. Yeah, He's a but it's, it's coward. more that it will be close, be and he'll say, "No, I won," and then the Democrats will say, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, I think it, it, it's cheesy to to suggest that he would, you know, do like a proper coup because you know people, the Republicans were saying the same thing about Obama. They're like, "He's going to be president, President Satan forever. He's gonna, he's not going to leave <laughs> in uh, 2016." Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be like the other side of that. If it's close, I could see him sticking around, but to be honest, Mm. it it really depends on the rest of his party. Like, I, I don't think that there is no one else, even in the Republican party, that's quite like Trump. They, he, he's not a politician. He's just a weirdo. But like his personal qualities are that every single day he wakes up. And there's a news headline saying this is the stupidest person who's <laughs> ever existed. Everybody says so. His own family secretly fucking hate him. Um, and he just goes, uh, it's false, by the way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and just the ability to really not care, of only to be able to see yourself through the reality of the screen, hmm. to... to, to be able to see yourself in, as that TV personality and nothing else is real is a real fucking strength and no other Republican has it so I could see like he might not although Republicans are always Republicans I genuinely can't see them sticking out a a really prolonged thing where he's obviously in the wrong so know? like if he loses and hmm. he's gone then and he has, goes back to being a private citizen and will probably become even more outspoken but He'll just do his. He'll just do the same thing. He'll say, "I didn't lose that election." He'll he'll say he didn't lose yeah. the election. Oh yeah. He'll say he didn't lose it because he'll he'll make millions off of just doing that endless that endless circuit of books and talk shows and whatever yeah. of saying he didn't lose it. No one will ever stop listening to him. But like, so when Hillary failed, they the the Democrats are like they've like really pushed it for Biden, trying to go back for that Obama thing. I don't think they're like. Are the Republicans gonna like just have another Republican, like That's, just a normal Republican, or are they gonna go like scraping the barrel for another Trump? They have to go nuts, and I mean, there's not gonna be anybody else quite like him. Um, and you know his his um, bizarre, uh, bizarre surreal strengths is the Republican Party's weakness uh, because you you can't put that genie back in the bottle, mm. um, and it's also bottled lightning. You know, at the same time. To be honest, so, it's like Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't get you can't just get another Obama. You can't just get another Trump. Yeah, but they can you try. Know? And that's it's the thing. Kind of like you're gonna have to if you if you want to maintain the support of like uh these these really fringe bases, like you know, the the Proud Boys and, and QAnon, who is growing and now there's going to be QAnon people in office um one hundred percent in yeah. in November. Well, I think, I think, you, had, you had Reagan who is this dominant figure and who you know, it was basically yeah. 
Uh, he was more integrated with the party itself, mm. but Reagan was very similar. Yeah, Nixon. Had, Nixon, had the kind of, Nixon. Yeah, Nixon had the kind of the the vendetta, the cruelty to go yeah. with it. Reagan had his own cruelty, but he also had a little bit of that like movie star unreality mm-hmm. that, that Trump has. Um, and like for, I don't think Trump has the cruelty of Nixon. Uh, I think he has the vendettas, but I don't think he has. He doesn't have any follow through. He only wants to argue and bitch and gossip forever. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. He is he just. Does, yeah, he does have those same like rhetorical strategies as, as Reagan, and like they tried to look for other Reagans, and they got the Bushes. Mm. You know, who were dull, like in their own way, vicious and cruel, and and like good politicians, whatever that means when you've got all of that apparatus behind you, but also could not muster anything like what Reagan, like the kind of cultural impact and like lasting legacy that Reagan was able to, to, to mastermind. Like Reagan, like talk about Trump's lies. Reagan actively said like the fact, like we wish the facts about, I think it was about um, Iran Contra mm-hmm. where he's like, uh, the facts seem to be this way, but uh, you know, we wish that they weren't, but they just are. And it's like, that was it. Like he just escaped with everything, you know, <laughs> He just he just got away with everything. So like this is this is not unprecedented to have someone of that type of personality, of that kind of like cultural impact, to then be followed with decreasing amounts of success by someone more boring. You know? Yeah. Nobody if if if, if poor old Trump succumbs to the Rona, nobody's getting jazzed up and excited over Mike Pence. Oh no. You know? And, oh, and nobody's stone cold psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. He was the one who um, instituted the law in Indiana to that made um, they were forced by law to have funerals for abortions. Right, that's right. Oh, and they had to attend. It was illegal. Had to attend. Yeah, yeah. That's, and I assume you had to pay for it as well. <laughs> I, I would assume. I don't know. I, I can't see the so. state. I, I believe you did. Oh. For the man who My... calls his wife mommy. What <laughs> mother? Mother. Does does he? he? He does. Oh. Yeah. You'll have to go and talk to Mother about that. You know, in that old-timey Walton's way. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, maybe I will have to watch the debate between him and, um, him and Kamala Harris. Who, oh, that's been driving me mental, the videos that I've been seeing online of like, look at her, Slay Queen, look at her amazing outfits, and she comes out of her private jet. Yeah, I've got a whole lot of contempt for Kamala Harris. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pick the cop after uh, the uh, spring that America has had. Yeah, yeah, and it's still going. Hmm. Just no, just no. There's no, there's no political solution to that left. Like, I, I feel really bad for like Black Lives Matter in general because, like, other than forcing a kind of cultural moment, seems to be the the high watermark mark of success. I mean, we talked about this with the statues mm. and thing, and, and like Black Lives Matter over here. But it's like if the if I just I feel like something needs to break in like all of our political cultures mm. that like the high watermark success of changing something is to get a load of companies to say things that are similar to the things that you've been saying. Yeah, you know, like that's there's, 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 there's no, there's no fucking political outlet, so you've got to, yeah, get the get Slay Queen Sainsbury's to have a go at Lawrence Fox on Twitter, mm. and that's it. Mm. And it's 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 stymieing and frustrating. I mean, eh, none of this ever ends. It's never over till it's over. But 
if Biden gets in, he's going to have a summit at the White House between Black Lives Matter and the police. Oh, and they're going to get to the bottom of all this. Beer summit. <laughs> had with uh, Henry Gates, like Obama had with Henry Gates, and yes. who tried to arrest him inside his own, inside his own house. <laughs> it's 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 a dark road, um, but hey, life goes on. <laughs> no, it's 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 never over. And like the next, the weird thing is, you used to kind of, I guess not sure whether you ever looked to America to see where the next, because you look to America to see where the cultural trends are coming from. That's still largely true in Britain, I think, but like political trends, even that, like did Clinton kind of presage the success of Clintonism, did that presage Blairism? And how is it now? You know, will we see the next, will we see the next progressive, like progressive, whatever that means movement, Will it stem from something from America, or will it will it kind of spring up here? Do you think? Because know. it has to come from somewhere. It will come from somewhere. There are still people's lives and interests on the line in all of those things, and that has to take a political form in some way. Whether that's frustrated or you know infiltrated out of existence by cops, it has to. It does happen. Yeah, there's um the, one of the things with America that if say Biden wins, there's going to be a whole lot of any energy and impetus for change is just going to disappear. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I'm really really worried about. It's going to it's going to be uh life can go back to normal for the comfortable yeah. and especially for the establishment libs and democrats yeah. that um it's like okay, Maybe. the 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 great evil was defeated. Yeah. I mean progressive units progressive people have to start looking beyond that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Stop like, looking at the, uh, the history of the 20th century has been the kind of vaguely antagonistic cooperation between the forces of liberal middle classes and the forces of working class socialism, social democracy. And, and when that distances or when it breaks apart, it's going to have to be something different. Hmm. It's, it's, it's just going to have to, whether it stems from like some kind of new union, some kind of new organization, some kind of new protest movement, it's still going to be there, I guess, hmm. even without, and it's, if it has to do without the support of the liberal middle classes as their, as their power declines, then it has to be. I don't really see any other way around it, you know? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I like the idea of a new party in theory, but um, the current parties are just, you know, so big. And, uh, any new party, I'd uh, imagine, but... would get absorbed into the Democrats, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. If it got big enough, it's, that would suck. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> uh, same here. You know, I'm so disgusted with labor at the moment, but you know, I, I, I can't see anything... Well, you can't. I can see a new party more in Britain than I can yeah. in, a, in the US. Well, Lawrence Fox is having a go, isn't he? He's about to lose all of his money, isn't he? Cause if, or did he delete those tweets fast enough, the ones where he was calling everyone a pedophile? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, it's all right, because he's going to be like a UKIP but for culture. Oh. Yes. Whereas UKIP was UKIP for <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah well no, i could see um because it because i the thing is a, a political part a new political party that, that actually wins power is not really in on the cards in either yeah. country but i could see well the, the depressing thing is if there was a new left party here that did the ukip thing of like it won some councils and it scared the establishment 
whereas like the Tories were willing to move right to absorb that vote back, the Labour Party won't. They won't absolutely, move there. absolutely not. They never like, will. Like we've just seen what what they're willing to do. I mean, we've got history in the in the kind of twentieth century of a party being so um, becoming so elite and so uh, soaked in the kind of power of government and so obsessed with government that it loses its entire base. I mean, that's what happened to the Liberal Party. Mm-hmm. The Liberal Party combined with the Conservative Party in World War One became kind of the National Liberals and basically ceased to exist because all of their their base disappeared some because of their actions some because of the changing composition mm-hmm. of society like i think like the, the reason why i say like is is the uk going to mirror the us or the us going to mirror the uk is because they are very close societies not just culturally but the political formations that arose because uh, then were expressed by both corbyn and bernie sanders mm. those aren't both, going away they both, both galvanized such a base it's um service it's younger service workers it's people left out from the last kind of 10 or 15 years of of economic growth um because of the like recession it's uh, people of color coming coming into a kind of like 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 starting to look for their own political representations for for issues that they face so like these things don't don't go away and i'm just interested now that kind of sanders is pretty much he's not going to run for president again re- realistically no. and, and he's, he's going to be like 83 next time three and it's just not a thing that's going to happen and like there is this big gap in personalities between the very old and the the kind of people who are basically under 40 mm. and so that's the key kind of blockage that's why there's no good democrats it's why there's no good labor mps that are between that age is because they're the people who managed to secure their material existences when things were were all right. It's boomers and, and Gen X. Mm. And so like those, those larger things are not going to change. So it's just like where, like the next thing is going to come from somewhere, but it's like how that, how that plays out, you know? Okay, that's us for this week. You can follow us at WDT80W underscore podcast. Follow me at BM Bergamo. Follow Hugh at Tanner Smashing. Follow Rob at Nervous. Uh, Rob, is there anything you want to uh, shout out? You have your Twitch stream? Yeah, I guess I Twitch stream. <laughs> you can check that out Tuesdays, Thursdays at Nervous, just like the Twitter handle. You can watch me flail uh, my way through. Oh, it's it's October now. We're playing Halloween games. So uh, <laughs> uh, come and, and watch me die at uh, Clock Tower. Real spooky time. <laughs> All right, thanks for everyone. Bye. Bye.